All right, all right. Welcome to Argue This. We do not have any of the guys here today. We do have my wife. Um, Tron is not feeling well, so I let him sleep in, and Derek has, you know, house chores to take care of. He doesn't live here. And uh, so he's being a responsible adult, as responsible adults do. But this is Argue This, and I, I feel like I got a good... Uh, one just for me and my wife. My wife is here, Alex. Say hello. Does this mean I get to be irresponsible now? What do you mean? You said that Derek was out doing responsible things. Ergo, we're here. Ergo, we are not. Uh, we've already done our responsible things. Oh, okay. And it's fine. So, this week is going to be on homelessness. I'm sure you've heard us before. At least me and Derek rag on homelessness, but my wife is, you know, just like Tron and a total liberal. I resent both of those statements, but continue. She's like, I'm not black and I'm not a, a libby lib lip. I'm a communist. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fucking whoever was a communist leader. Actually, not a leader. So I'm, we're fine. Yeah. You're just like a hippie. That's but on the wrong side. Yeah, you you better change those communist views by the time we're finished with this podcast or you're going to be a homeless person. I, I like how she's like just staring at me. We're not even like video recording this episode. Not like I put them out anyway. <laughs> but let, let's just go ahead and jump right on in here. Um, Number one. Should the American tax dollars, you know, my tax dollars, your tax dollars, go to help these homeless people that do not want to help themselves? I just don't like the way you say you just automatically assume all of them don't want to help themselves. I'm assuming people, the collective group of homeless people, there are all kinds of different people. People who do, but aren't able to, and vice versa, and all of that. And I personally think if we are going to come together as a society, it is our duty to then build a society that does take care of people who are less fortunate than us. Well, I mean, like, I'm not saying fuck these people that have, you know, real mental you know, and physical problems. You know, if you have schizophrenia and you can't work because the voices in your head are like screaming at you and you're just a wee bit crazy, but not crazy enough for, you know, the puff unit to come in and take control of the situation. The puff unit is a psychiatric health facility. Um, then, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of sucks for those people. And if you have, you know, cerebral palsy or something like that and you're homeless, yeah, that sucks. We should be able to help those people, the people that are truly not able to help themselves. No problem with that. None at all. Get them on, you know, SSI, put them on disability, the whole fucking nine, give them food stamps, get them a place to stay. That's fine. But if they are truly able to work and they're just like lazy why should my tax dollars go to help that person? So your tax dollars are already going to help that person because when that person gets sick or ODs or whatever and has to go to the, and it like, and like 
He's found tweaking somewhere on the street. The police are called. They have to take him to the ER. The ER has to take care of him until he's past this episode. And then he has to get released back to social services and blah, 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 blah. Like that happens every single time. Your taxes are already paying for that. That's not not already happening. Well, I mean, I don't like what, what's crazy is you can get Narcan for free. Narcan is to stop a heroin overdose. Yeah. Um, and you, it, it's an over the counter free drug. And it has saved countless, countless lives yeah. um, from heroin. And drugs are so much fun and they're so great. And I, I see why people are addicted to drugs. I really do. And I, I kind of feel bad for them, but it's like you kind of put yourself in that situation. But there's also a point where drug addiction becomes true mental illness. And there's a point where they can no longer intervene for themselves. Well, I mean, like. You know, as someone that has done drugs and not just, you know, oh, I smoked a little bit of weed. I did meth and I've done shrooms, acid, you name it. I've probably done it. Um, I, I live like in a five bedroom house now. I have a fucking steady job. I can pass a drug test. And I understand fully, you know, people that are tweaking on meth or doing heroin. I've never done heroin because I'm afraid of needles. That's it. That's the only reason. If I wasn't afraid of needles, I'd probably be a heroin addict at this point. But I don't like pain pills, and I don't care too much for them. So, but, like, I've had it explained to me. I'm like, oh, dude, that sounds amazing. And I understand fully. And, like, there's times where I'll be going through my day, and I'll think about meth a little bit. And it's like, oh, man, just, you know, the ability to you know, focus and feel invincible, feel like a God, you know, clean my whole fucking house. It's amazing. Mm. And I, I get it, but you know, there, there's, there's a point where you need to like kind of grow up. There's plenty of people I know that have gotten off meth, that have gotten off hard drugs and are doing well for themselves now. I mean, shit, look at Steve O from jackass that guy was doing a whole bunch of hard drugs went to rehab quite a few times and then kind of got on his own fucking path my uncle same thing did meth for a long time got cut out from the family now he's doing fine so now he just doesn't want anything to really do with the family and i'm like i get it they judged you but on meth you're kind of a piece of shit on drugs you're kind of a piece of shit a lot of the time and you end up homeless you end up losing your whole fucking family but i don't see why my fucking tax dollars should go to help that person because when i did math for the first time it's like you know no one held a gun to my head and said do this math i did it on my own you know, I didn't seek it out, but someone's like, hey, you want to, you know, snort some lines of coke and uh, you maybe do some math? I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And, you know, here I am doing fine. So. But you had the tools you needed to navigate that well. Not everybody gets those tools. No, not at all. Kidding me? I, I had no fucking tools. Um really nothing going on I, like i i just kind of did what i had to do you know I, I was homeless i 
you know, lived in like an old ass RV at a 1977 Mini Winnie. Yeah. But I'm just saying you had strong points here and there that helped you connect pieces to get from here to there so that you came out all right. Not everyone has the building blocks they need to be able to build themselves up like that. Like there are outside resources you had to have been exposed to that have shaped you to be able to navigate through that the way you did. I mean, it's just fucking growing up poor is really my building blocks. It's figuring out that ramen, you can eat that shit dry. Um, water, you can get it from hose taps. Um, the Dollar Tree sells three liter bottles of soda that you can refill with water. Yeah, but see, that's all stuff that you know and have access to. Yeah, I mean... If you don't know that, you don't know you can go get it. I mean, it's just, you know, things I learned, you know, while I was, you know, going through it. Yeah. I mean, on my 18th birthday, I was homeless. I didn't have anything. Like, I I had a backpack that I went to MAPS with, and I didn't get fucking passed at MAPS because of flat feet and eczema. And so I had nothing, nothing going for me. Living on the fucking streets, no car, no money. I had $4 in Baskin and Robbins gift cards. $4, that's it. No cash, no money, no savings account to speak of, no one to go let me sleep on their couch. Zero, zilch, nada. And yeah, I had to do some shit to fucking get by. You know, walking down the road, you you will find some crazy shit that you're like, oh, wow. You'll, you'll find, like, you can go to a straight talk and for $10 get shit shipped to, like, a location that you can pick it up at. Um, Like, I'd walk down the road, find, like, a digging bar, find, like, a cone, sell this shit on Craigslist. You know, I got, like, 20 bucks for, like, a digging bar. Hell, yeah. That was some food. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of have to be resourceful. Whenever I see someone digging through the trash can for cans and not bugging anybody, I'm like, that guy is, you know, truly a homeless guy, but he's, you know, figuring the shit out. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with, and you should be able to think on your feet, but also I don't think anyone should have have to have gone, gone through what you went through. I don't think that's okay. I'm saying there should be resources available to someone who finds themselves in that situation and we should also be making steps to make sure that situation doesn't readily happen so easily again yeah i mean it's it's not an okay thing that what happened it needs to be addressed and changed i mean it's it's not gonna you know happen again you know like you 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 get in this mentality when you're when you become homeless you're like, either A, I want to get out of being homeless, or B, actually being homeless isn't that bad. It's like going to jail. You know, you have it in your head that going to jail is the worst fucking thing that could ever happen to you. And then you get in jail and you're there a week and you're like, actually, it's not that bad. And you're like, wow, why was I fucking concerned? You know, I was homeless. I was having a baller fucking time. I didn't have to go to a job. I didn't have to pay bills. I didn't have to worry about the electricity. Yeah, I woke up cold in the morning, but that was like the only downside. You know, I knew how to get food. I knew how to go to the churches and, you know, get free food. No one cared. 
And as long as you have a good head on your shoulders and a willingness to work and just do side jobs from time to time, like I, I went and worked for this dude, you know, on his property, you know, mowing all his like, uh, you know, wild grass and all that shit down. And I got like $300 and like a place to stay for a week. It was pretty awesome. He like fed me and all this shit and like, cool. And, you know, like word got around. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do, you know, side jobs for you. But, you know, I, and I'm not disrespectful or anything. You know, I, I know how to, you know, get clean. But I, I might not have like the cleanest clothes in the world. I might not have everything that you would ever possibly need. You know, all your creature comforts. I don't have a Facebook or a MySpace or a YouTube or anything. I haven't seen the latest movie. But yeah, I mean, I, I went to college homeless. I met you homeless. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, yeah, let, let, let's. The only reason I went to college is because I heard of like, uh, you know, like the FAFSA loan and like you would get like another loan. It was like a thousand dollars. I'm like, whoa, a thousand dollars. I got both those loans. Yeah, like, I, I forget what the loans were called, but... There was FAFSA and there was the bog fee waiver. Yeah, the bog fee waiver, yeah. But, <laughs> and then you flunked it and had to pay it back. But by the time <laughs> I had to pay it back, by the time, you know, that money came out of my account, I was in North Dakota making so much money, mm -hmm. my tax return, I still got $3,000 for my tax return. You know, I, I was making like $9,000 a month. So I'm like, college is... That was a nice income bracket you settled in, wasn't it? What? That was a nice income bracket you settled in, wasn't it? Oh, it was fucking dope. And it, it, it's like, if you want to make a change in your life, don't just go move somewhere else. Just figure out how to, you know, get a shower in. Figure out how to, you know, go to like a local, like uh, a small time gym that has a place to shower. You know, find a place that you can cheaply wash clothes. You know, make some friends. Ew. I know it, it, it's not the easiest fucking thing to do in the world. But, you know, sometimes if you just, you know, have a little bit of decorum and just, you know, hey, how's it going, bud? You know, oh, yeah, no, I'm just, you know doing this trying to figure out what i'm doing next and uh just trying to get up on my feet people can identify with that and people like help you out and honestly like i, I remember like one time i got like a 30-day uh, voucher to go to like a gym to take showers it was pretty awesome and just being like that homeless that friendly homeless dude and, and you can get up on your feet. So it's your solution to the homeless people is for homeless people just to like suck it up a little more. Yeah. Is it, this is what your argument is. Suck it the fuck up. Look at me. I was homeless at the age of 18. Nothing. The one backpack that I had got stolen, stolen from me, a homeless guy. It's like, dude, I'm already at the fucking bottom rung and you're going to fucking steal from the bottom rung. You're a fucking piece of shit. And then, you know, I'm like, all right, well, let, let me get a job. 
let me, you know, go to college. So why is it better to keep homeless people around than it is to just get rid of them and like make it so that there are no you, longer you, homeless you people? You make that seem like, you know, like the death squads of like, No, I'm just saying get like make it so that there are no longer any homeless people. Either kill them, give them houses, something. Just like make it so that we reach a point in society where homelessness no longer happens. Honestly, most isn't that the best solution? Most homeless people do not bother me. Okay, like if you're homeless and doing your own thing, go ahead, do your own thing. As long as you're not making a mess around you and being a nuisance and breaking into people's houses, you're fine. But what if they don't want to be homeless and they're and they aren't able they, to get into a house? Yeah, I wasn't able to get into a house like day one, but yeah. Like li- literally, I I stayed on like the side of buildings. Babe, you were homeless like ten years ago. Okay, think how much worse it's gotten since then. Yeah, suck my dick. I, I I don't care. Like homeless people, if you were gonna remain homeless, you're not a human. Like if, if you're just like I just want to stay out here on the streets because it's easier and I don't have to pay anybody and there's a way, it, it's less stressful. I'll just put it that way. Being homeless is a million times, just zero fucking stress. The only That th- is not an argument to keep homeless people around. That's just saying how shitty our society is again. Yeah. So all we, like, really what it would come down to is someone would have to pay. Are you willing to give up all your money so homeless people... Are, no, are- I want our government to tax rich people more money and that money can go take care of the homeless people. Well, why why should the rich be because they make more money and we have homeless people and if we are going to be a society that has homeless people in it the least we can do is try to take care of them as we shit on them yeah i mean but it's like it, taking good care of your animals before you kill them to eat them you n- normally you don't you're supposed to you're supposed to but normally like chickens are being held in like a giant fucking farm why do you think I'm very particular with the brands we buy from. I mean, the USDA does the best it can. But you you go to other countries and try out their food and it's still just as good. Okay, that's a completely different argument. I'm just saying, if we're going to treat people like shit, we might as well make sure they're healthy while they're being treated like shit. We're not treating them like shit. We're just not giving them a house for nothing. Like, like you, you want to say, hey, rich guys, do you need to pay so these guys that do nothing, that do nothing for society in, in total, have a house? How can they contribute to society if they don't have a house and they don't pick have up, a job? Pick up trash on the side of the road. Pick up cans. Do recycling. Um, you know, work for a nonprofit. You know, help. Like there's there's certain places. Everyone treats homeless people exactly the way you treat homeless people, so they're not going to hire homeless people. Are you going to hire a homeless person? I was hired as a homeless person. But would you now? Yeah, if they're willing to fucking work, yes. Would you? Would you really? Yes, if they're willing to fucking work. If they come up and be like, "Hey, man, I'm just looking for like a job to get my next fix," then no, fuck off. But, you know, if a dude comes up to me and is like, hey, man, do you got any work? You know, anytime you see a sign, like someone holding a sign, you never say, see a sign that says, 
looking for work, take a resume if you are hiring. You know, I've been to all these places and he has a stack of fucking resumes and a tie and a you know nice shirt on and you know, he's like, Hey, you know, I'm looking for work, anything, anything I can do, you know. Right now I'm, you know, working over at, you know, Sonic here and I'm just looking to get into a better job. I have a resume, you know. I, I've thrown in all my stuff and my wife cheated on me and took the house and definitely I, her fault. And you know, now I'm, you know, just out here trying to remake everything. And it's like, yeah, I'll hire that guy. But, you know, a fucking dude, you know, sitting on the gutter in his own piss and it's like, you know, going through withdrawals of heroin. He's like, I'm not hiring that guy. Well, no, that guy needs to go to the ER. I mean, should I have to fucking pay for him to go to the ER? Um, just because you don't call 911 doesn't mean someone else isn't going to. I mean, here's the thing. In big cities where heroin is a problem, there's a lot of people that have Narcan. And if you see someone going through a heroin you know, overdose, they know how to administer it. And most of these people have had someone that has died from a heroin overdose. Yeah. Heroin's not good for you. It's not good for Well, it, it's the fentanyl in the heroin that will kill you. Fentanyl's good shit, though. Yeah, but get too much of it and you're fucking dead. Yeah. And Narcan can possibly help you. But, yeah. And it, it, it's a shitty fucking thing. And I'm sure I know people that are dead from drugs. I just don't keep in touch with them anymore. You know, there, there are people that I knew back in the day that I'm like, these guys are fucking nobodies. They're never going to be anybody. And so I moved on with my life. I cut them out, cut the bad fruit off the tree. Yep. Boom. Now I can fucking grow as a person, be better. You are who you surround yourself with. And I, I want to surround myself with smarter people, with funnier people, with, you know, better people. So it's like, I, I don't like you, like, I surround myself with business owners, people that are successful. I don't want to be around people that do drugs anymore. I'm almost 30. Oh my God, you're so old. You know, give it another 20 years, I'll be 50. 10 years after that, 60. Oh my God. 10 years after that, dead. Yeah. What will you do then? Um, rot somewhere. Hopefully that they like find me way after the fact, but it's, you know, soon enough to where it's still a nuisance. I don't want them like having like a smellless dry corpse, but you know, it's like, oh, this is the worst smell ever. And they have like PTSD from it. Mm, no, the nose is a very forgiving organ. <laughs> no, like I'm sure like you've smelled some fucking rancid, you know, rotting animals. Oh yeah. That you can remember. Well, yeah, but it's not like. Bad smells or bad smells? I mean, I know the smell of like a burnt down trailer. I know the smell of burning brakes. That, that you know, just a, from being a trucker. Yep. 
But yeah, if you want to better your life as a homeless person, you know, it should be your responsibility. You shouldn't, you know, expect, you know. It is their responsibility. So should homeless people that get on, on their feet, like we give them a house, we give them everything. Yeah. Should they have to pay a higher tax bracket now? Should they have to pay like a 40% tax bracket because we help them? What the fuck? No. You help them get them back on their feet and they go back to earning a decent wage and they have a good life. They don't. Th- then how are like, how are we making money out? Or how are we breaking even on this? Because it's a lot more cost effective than it is to have all of these homeless people constantly being cycled through the police in ER stations and social services uh, that they just go through continuously. There's no stopping point. If they have a home, they go to a home where they can recover. They get the support to get back on their feet, go back to being a productive member of society. It stops the cycle. If you don't stop it, it just continues in a negative. I mean, it's like a criminal. Like me personally, I believe that if you go to jail and serve your sentence, your slate is wiped clean. Like, they shouldn't, like, your record should be gone. Like, you know, have you ever committed, have you ever been convicted of a felony? That question should be the fuck out of here. What does it matter if I've ever been convicted of a felony? Because if I've ever been convicted of it, I've served my sentence. Yes. You know, and now I'm trying to better myself, but you're still here trying to use my past against me. Yes. I agree with that 100%. It, it's like, you know, going to, you know, really old people. It's like, have you ever called a black person the N-word? It's like, what? It's like, well, have, have you ever? Because that's a cycle of racism and it's just going to continue. It's like, I have a, a black grandson that I love very much. It's like, no, that's not how that works. It's an infinite cycle. No, people can get better. I'm proof. I, I'm someone that, you know, used to be a alcoholic, drug addict, homeless guy that got my shit in order and is now married and I live in a five bedroom house. Cool. I have a fucking podcast and I get my shit together. Mm-hmm. Am I the most successful person in the world? No. But do I think that someone else should have paid or made it a little bit easier for me? No, absolutely not. And there's something wrong with feeling that way. Absolutely not. I'm just saying that not everyone is as strong as you and they aren't going to be able to go through the trials you've had and they would fail if they didn't have help. And when they fail and they don't have help, they will continue to fail. There will be no turnaround for them ever and it's just dooming them. Then let them fail. Let, let them fail until they succeed. And now they're the drain on the society that we have now. We're not solving it, uh, honestly, the problem. We're just it, continuing it. If they're just sitting on the side of the road, you know, panhandling for money, anything helps, God bless, and, you know, getting food stamps, that's fine. They're not a huge drain on society. But if they were coming in and, you know, getting, you know, throwing fucking fat parties at their free house that the government gave them, that came out of my tax dollars, it's like, oh, cool, these guys just cost $300,000 in damages. So because these people are homeless, they aren't allowed to have a good time ever- from time to time well if they're gonna destroy the fucking house like you know if you ever look in um i'm sure there's a ton of these fucking shows where 
you know, these landlords have to deal with squatters and fucking just shitty people in general. And they have to go through the courts to get them evicted. And it's like months and months and months and months of these people just living fucking scot-free in their home. And those people are not good people and they deserve to be treated the way they did. And their actions are But these are the wrong. people that you're trying to defend just blindly. You're just going to let them filter in. If someone comes in through a shelter asking for help the first time they come through, I am going to blindly support them. When they come through a second time, that's when we got to start taking notice. I'm not saying I'm going to accept them every single time they make a fucking mistake. I'm just going to be like, oh, you're back again. Clean slate. No. People are responsible for their actions. And if they cannot take and if they can't be responsible for their own actions, then they need to be addressed differently. Like, you know, there's a show um, very popular called Breaking Bad. Yeah, I'm sure you're familiar. You've never seen the show, Mm -mm. but I'm sure you're familiar with the show. The guy's making drugs because he's got brain cancer and there's something wrong with his wife. He's got cancer and there's something wrong with his son. Okay. Um, his son has cerebral palsy. Oh, and is that that sentence? No, not at all. Oh, okay, it, it's just you know, it's just different. Your brain doesn't communicate with your legs, and it's just something with your brain. Um, your legs are fine though. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're and, just and, human beings. It's fine. And a lot of them are really you know kind of funny actually. <laughs> um, but. You know, like I, I had a guy, you know, with cerebral palsy working at Walmart with me. You know, couldn't, you know, really stock shelves, but you watched the front and they got rid of that job and he was gone. Like, that's shitty of you. Yep. But, you know, in the show, there's a character named Jesse, Jesse, like Pinkman or something like that. Hmm. And he's a meth addict that, you know, teaches Walter White how to make, make meth. You know, he's like, you, you can get this much money, and he gives, puts this seed in his head. And they kind of, like, work together. He has a house, and that house gets fucking destroyed. And, yeah, that that's what's going to happen. He throws fat fucking parties, and it's just, you know, you see, like, the, knife, the stove, and people have been taking knife heads off that, and, you know, Shit's missing, like the fucking washing machine is missing, got sold. So I'm not just going to, my idea of how this works is not just everyone gets a house, they put in the house, and that's it. No, people are coming in and we're checking on these people. Because what you're talking about is someone who's dealing with a drug addiction, which means they're dealing with a mental illness on top of other physical illnesses that come with side effects of the drug they're addicted to. So this person is 100% messed up. It's not going to be left alone unsupervised at for days at a time. I'm talking about something where it's like possibly living with a partner or a social worker there to help support it. Cause I do do that for people who need like in-home assistance. Well, like I they're mean, not going like, to be left unsupervised to do whatever the fuck they want. They're there. They're going to be put on a schedule. They're going to be attending programs. Like we're going to be working with this individual to help them. And if they aren't responding to that, then that means that we need to do something different. Like I'm not well, saying like, like, I'm just going to give a free pass to everyone and be like, well, I hope that works for you. No, I, I would su- that will accomplish nothing. I would suggest putting them in like a dorm like situation because when I was uh, 15, I got sent to boarding school. Okay. 
and we were placed in dorms. There was a hundred and like fifty of us. Yeah, hundred and fifty of us. Well, no, it would have to be a community. It, it was a community, and it was just a big open room with bunk beds. And we were split up into five different companies, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo. It was a military boarding school. And, you know, we just had, you know, rows and rows and rows of bunk beds. And downstairs was, you know, places to take showers and, you know, places to go work and place, you know, places to go to school. And if we had something like that, where it's a whole lot bigger, you have your own bed, but you don't have privacy to, you know, like have sex or, you know, privacy to go off and do, go do drugs. If you really want to go change your life, you don't need privacy to go do all that. But we're talking about adults here. I want them to be treated as adults and have the respect of their own room. Well, if they were true adults, then they would have their own fucking house. Not everyone is homeless by just because they're lazy. Like, like I said earlier in this podcast, if you are physically or mentally disabled, yes, absolutely. Take care of them. I, I, when I was growing up, sometimes smart people are, are made homeless because of circumstances outside their control. Then get another job. You know, I, I fucking did it. You know, I, I was smart enough to get, you know, a fucking job, get on my feet, get an apartment, get a car. And, and now I'm doing really well for myself. Really fucking well. If you're going to insist on being biased against people who aren't as strong as you, you can't be upset about the fact that they're going to take advantage of you because they have no other option now. They have no other option other than taking advantage of me? Then I'm yes. not going to let them take advantage of me. Because you because you won't allow any other interaction with them because you now look down on them. If you won't treat them as equal, they're never going to treat you as an equal back. It's They shouldn't treat me as an equal. I'm better than them. And there it is. I am. It, it's like you, you look down the, you know, the barrel of it all. And I've gotten myself out of homelessness at 18 years old. So how do you want to get rid of homeless, home, homelessness then? You have a giant facility. And if you want to continue doing drugs and be out there on the street, let them be out there on the street. Make it illegal. It's already illegal. No, it's not. To be homeless? No. Oh, for some reason I thought we were just talking about doing drugs. Yeah, no, like, yeah, if you get caught... So, if you make it illegal, you're going to put all these homeless people in prisons that are already overpopulated? Well, get rid of the fucking, you know, drug, the drug offenders in there, the nonviolent drug offenders. So, release them back onto the street? Yeah, absolutely. But aren't they going to go back to being homeless? Why were they... They were smart. They were drug offenders. They were just selling drugs. They had a house. They weren't homeless. But they've been in a drug prison for how long? They Are Are you going to rehabilitate them to live back into a normal society? Or are they going to go back to selling drugs? That's the only way they know how to make money. They should go out to selling drugs, but work for the government selling drugs. But the government doesn't want to legalize drugs yet. Yeah. That's why I said legalize the drugs. Legalize them. Have a spot to where, you know, people can, you know, safe injection sites. And safe, you know, consumption sites. So if someone wants to come in and, you know, get off their drugs, they can come in, get off their drugs. They're like, I understand. Drugs are fucking amazing. I've said this many, many times. Drugs are cool. Okay? And that's 
really the reason why you shouldn't fucking do them is because you're going to have a great time. You're like tripping on acid going through the fucking universe. Whoa, man. You know, just smoking weed, just having a good time laughing with your buddies, you know, doing hair or doing uh, math and like, oh, wow, I can, you know, take on the world, you know, doing um, ecstasy and be like, oh, man, I love everything. I'm just, oh, hug me right now. Can you hug me? Oh, I feel so good. So, yeah, dr- drugs are amazing. But if you want to get off the drugs, have it to where the government, you know, will loan you the drugs and, you know, give you lower and lower doses and help you get off. And you have to live at this facility. It is a rehab facility that gives you lower and lower doses and just like, you know, heroin, they give you, um, what's that fucking fake ass heroin called? You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh God, I probably do, but I don't right now. Um, it, God, I, I forget what it's called. Let me see. <sighs> heroin fake. Are the top results? Uh, no, not that. How to get off heroin? Here are some results from a search. Da, 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 da. It's not fucking you know giving me the thing. Mm. Um. You him beam? No. It, 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 it's like in the tip of my fucking tongue. I know. Heroin treatment. Here's what I found on the web. Thylazine? No. Uh, but whatever. Let's let's move on. Um, but yeah, just give them, you know, something to, you know, get them away from being dope sick. Because, you know, you're at that point where you're like, fuck, and you're going through withdrawals and becoming dope sick. And so you just do it so you're not dope sick anymore. And be like, okay, well, we have, you know, jobs for you, you know, public jobs, picking up trash off the side of the road. And we'll pay you to do this. Or, you know, holding a sign. We'll pay you to do this. Or, you know, just easy things you can do. And then you can work your way up and then, you know, kind of get into like the, uh, the homeless shelter, but it's not a homeless shelter. It's a, you know, so where are they supposed to stay then? Well, while they're in the facility, they have their own facility, but it's a whole lot. Uh, there's cameras everywhere. You're being guarded at all times. That's disgusting, but continue. They're drug addicts. They're going to fucking try and get, you know, drugs. You have to, you know, you have to rule with force. But if you show them a little bit of compassion, okay, hey, here's your daily dose. And we're going to, you know, lower you and lower you and lower you. So, so are these people willfully in this program or are they being forced into it? Force them into it. Okay. So that's why they're fighting this. And that's why they need the constant surveillance. Well, even if you're in there willfully, no one goes to rehab, like 
well, very few people go to rehab willfully. They're not like, oh boy, I can't wait to go to rehab. It's drugs are that great that you do not want to go to rehab and you do not want to go through withdrawals. Well, yeah. I mean, withdrawals can be deadly. Yes. But also, if you're just treating the drugs and not treating the cause of why they're turning to the drugs, you're never going to accomplish anything. If you if you don't you can't just treat symptoms, you have to treat the cause. Well, what you do is you get them off the drugs, and then you can get them into some therapy. Yeah. And then bada boom, bada bang, and then from therapy. Yeah. And giving them a home from the beginning is going to give them such. It's going to be a huge part of their mental health right there. No. No, it's good for them. Giving them a bed. I mean, shit, you can even block off sections and, you know, just have like wall dividers and make boom, 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 boom. And you're good. And, hey, you work with this, you know, facility. We got jobs for all of you to go do going and picking up trash off the side of the road going and you know doing uh, public relations jobs um holding signs um doing construction work you you can easily like so are we literally just disagreeing on the fact of the physical structure they stay in oh i mean because you just want them in an apartment and i want them in their own space that's like the only thing we're disagreeing on right well i mean i'm just trying to come halfway with you i I don't think i should have to fucking pay anything in my taxes but you're already paying stuff in taxes now and if we well the the way that this you know whole system works is they get paid less so that extra money so it's like here's your money and the money that gets withheld that you know the facility gets paid goes to paying for their room paying for their food paying for you know their mental treatment and all that so when they're in the rehab facility they can go out and work you know picking up trash off the side of the road and all that and learning a skill so say they want to go to a mechanic shop and they're like hey i want to learn how to become a mechanic and do oil changes and do all this and do all that okay we are willing to sponsor you and you can come and learn how to do this. I'm just saying, if we're going to set up a place where we try to, where we invest in these individuals to get them back into society, why? They're investing in themselves. Pretty much the work that they do, because in order to be in these facilities, you cannot be lazy. Well, obviously. You, you cannot, if you're like, I don't want to work, then we kick you out. Go ahead and go live on the fucking street. Obviously. And just make, you know, giving money to homeless people illegal. Do not give money to these homeless people. They have already proven that they do not want to work, that they do not want to be and part you of your And you are society. already giving money to the homeless people in the form of your taxes. That's the appropriate receptacles for them to get access to that money. You don't need to get them more out of your own pocket. The government's already supposed to be regulating that. But the only people that I say, you know, go ahead and give them like an apartment or something, you know, half decent are the people that are physically or mentally disabled you know make sure to you know give them the help they need give them a social worker give them someone that they can talk to give them someone that can come in and you know give them help you know live so what is the difference between mental disability and mental illness for you mental disability is something that you cannot recover from down syndrome there's no cure a mental illness 
is like when I was schizophrenic and talking to fucking shadows and went to the fucking psychiatric health facility for 5150 years ago, that's mental illness. I got better. Mm-hmm. So mental disability is like a physical, there's no, you know, if my arm gets lopped off and gets thrown into like a fucking wood chipper, it's not coming back. This arm is disabled. But if I cut this arm and it goes all weird, it can get better. So mental illness isn't as easy for some people as it is for others for them to deal with. So why should they be judged on that? I say get them the help. Yes. And giving them help starts with giving them a safe place. And I feel like if we're going to give them a safe place as an apartment, why not just go a step further and give them their own private space? What is the harm? Why would we hold back? Because that costs more money. But we're trying to end. We're not trying to continue. We're not saying this is going to be... We're going to... Well, yeah. I, I want these facilities eventually shut down. Yeah. And so if we give them the supplies they need now, so because I'm thinking about long term as because like if we're paying more now to end the situation and the situation gets better and we start paying less, it's a, decre- it's a decreased amount year after year. It, it goes down. Yeah. I mean, eventually it's going to be where there's only like 10 people for per uh, health facility. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you know, okay, you're down on your luck. Well, we got some jobs for you. Um, you can pick from these jobs. And then, <clears throat> then you can have like, a, you know, workers sitting there. And then the money that they make from doing their jobs then, you know, goes to paying these social workers sitting there helping them out. Well, yeah, no, once they're making, once they start working and making money, they start paying their fair share of taxes. Yeah. And then they what, do. And then what, 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 you know, once they're in this facility, if they, you know, get a job, they can move out of the facility or they can stay in the facility until they save up enough to go get an actual apartment by themselves. Yeah. You know, they can make friends in this facility and be like, hey, you three want to go get an apartment and, you know, let's all go get jobs and we can get an apartment and get on out of here. Yeah. No, a community is what is such a huge part of recovery from homelessness. And it's like, you know, say that, you know, you're homeless and you're like kind of just be like, hey, we'll send a bus to come down and get you. You know, if you want to be part of this, Cool. We'll send a bus to come get you. You know, we'll ha- we have buses or, you know, just a free spot on the Greyhound and we'll pay for your spot on the Greyhound to come and bring you down to the nearest uh, homelessness facility. And so it'll be a whole lot bigger than the actual homeless shelters. It, you know, because the homeless shelters just provide food and a place to sleep. This place would be like, we would work with the government. Yeah. No, it's a rehabilitation facility. It's rehab from being homeless. And then, you know, they get paid, but a certain amount of that paycheck, a certain amount of everyone's paycheck gets pulled to pay for the social workers that are spending their time. Well, yeah, that's their job. Yeah. So, you know, these guys are paying the social workers and paying the facility so it's like, yeah, you might have only gotten $400 for the week, 
but you know your housing is taken care of, your mental health is being taken care of, your food is being taken care of, you know all that is being taken care of, and you're getting four hundred dollars. That sounds like a pretty fucking good deal to me. But if you're like, I, I'm just tired of working and I just I I hate this place, then they are welcome to leave. Yeah. That well, then we kick them out. It's like okay, get the fuck out. No, you know, here's the door. Not everyone wants to be helped. And sometimes people think they want help. But when they're given help, they realize that actually they don't want it. Well, what's going to happen then is people are going to hear about these programs going on and they're going to stop giving people this fucking free handout money. You know, I was like, yeah, you can still get. Uh, Wait know. a minute. I thought they were paying back for the social workers in the facility. Where's the free money coming from? From people, you know, they're holding a sign, anything helps, God bless. And, you know, people. If come- you are in this program and if you're caught panhandling, you are kicked out of the program, point blank. That will not be supported. Yeah. I mean, you, you're going to be busy. We're going to keep you busy. Yeah. No, they have it, no excuse. It, it's essentially, you know, in a way, slave labor. You know, people will call it slave labor if this would ever come through. And that, you know, people be like, indentured servitude, slave labor, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, we are giving them an opportunity because they were already on the bottom rungs of society, being a drain on society. And we are giving them an opportunity to get back on their feet. We have places for them to shower. We have places for them to shave. We have places for them to brush their teeth and get clean and get themselves cleaned up and get themselves checked out. We'll have like a basic fucking... uh, infirmary so if they have like little things that they need to get taken care of cool um and then they just kind of work for the facility you know we will give them their own money and you know we'll even have a commissary there that they can come in and buy stuff for their own stuff they'll have their own little chest with their own key wait what no what why Why are we separating them from society? We're supposed to be reintroducing them back into society. We should be encouraging them well, to do that, as much outside of the program they're as allowed, possible. They're allowed to go out. We're not holding them hostage, but we're just going to have extra things, you know, like a gas station type thing. And we'll have transportation to their jobs. Fine. They will not have... Most most homeless people don't have a car. Well, yes, obviously. So it if they don't have a car and they don't want to walk to like the local store, um, they can always pay for like a taxi or we'll have like a service, like, th- and, but they can also pay for the commissary, so they can have food, they can have their own snacks. We will have you know the three hots and a cot for them. But they can buy extra food, just like prison. Yeah. But they're allowed to, you know, go out and it's like, all right, you know, hey, where are you going to go? And you can be like, I'm going to go here. And if we suspect that you're doing drugs, we can drug test you. And if you get caught doing drugs, you know, outside of the rehab facility, because the rehab facility and the homelessness facility are going to be completely separated. Why? Because drug addicts, you know, need a little bit more help and a little bit more supervision. Okay. Like, we're not going to, like, babysit the people that are homeless that are in this facility. 
Mm. We're not going to be like, oh, well, we're going to watch you at all times. No, there's going to be no cameras or anything like that. And, you know, if you want to spend a little bit more, you can get like a private. So, again, you just don't want them to have their own houses. No, I don't want to give them a fucking house. I'm not talking about like a big house. I'm talking like one of the mini houses. Something small, but they have their own space. They have their own the, bedroom. The, they have a kitchen. They is... have a living room. They have a space to exist. Then they can, you know, from the facility, they can go out and get their own job or save up and go get their own little mini house. They can do that if they want. They're free to go do that. They're free to, you know... As long as they are working, like we'll have jobs for them. But if they want to go out and get a, their own job, you know, we're, we we can you know be like, okay, yeah, go ahead and go out and do your own job. Mm-hmm. We're not going to stop you from getting your own job, but and we're not going to stop you from you know moving out and getting your own place. But this is just the stepping stone. I'm not going to fucking pay for it. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay for the facility that you live in. And for some people, that might be enough. They'd be like, okay, I got three hots and a cot and fucking extra money. And it's fucking dope and everything's secure and I don't have to worry about shit. You know, the electricity bill is going to get paid. I can have a shower. I can watch some TV. I can have like my own private TV in my own bunk. I can have my own laptop and I'd have a chest underneath like my bunk with my own stuff. See, that would be just so humiliating for me. Wait, th- this was my every day in boarding school. Yeah. For a year and a half. And I don't know how that gave you comfort. I'm. It was pretty comforting. It, it was like every day. It's like, you know, you woke up and you know who you're surrounded by. And it was fine. No. Now, we'd obviously separate the men and the women. And if people are already, you know, legally married. How could you trust such a large group of individuals? That is exactly what I've been asking you. No, in a same room where everyone's just like you. Um, well, we had cameras. They, they didn't trust us. Exactly. We had, we had cameras each down each aisle. So how we, was that ever supposed to make you feel better about yourself? Um, you can't better yourself if you don't feel good about yourself. I felt pretty great about myself. I was in top-notch condition and uh, bettering myself every day. I was looking forward to getting out of this place. and Yeah, that's not a healthy way to feel better. I mean, I, look at me now. Great work ethic. You know, I had a lot of laughs when I could. We weren't allowed to talk in boarding school. But, you know, there, there's people that go online and fucking take this boarding school and, like, you know, try and be like, they abused us there. Never once. Never once did I get, you know, a hand laid on me that I did not deserve. I got my fucking face split open by a kid because I was fucking running my goddamn mouth and just, you know, beat your ass up, you know, fucking yapping. And he fucking, you know, turned around and knocked some goddamn sense into me. I'm not saying you didn't need to learn that lesson. I'm just saying not everyone would learn from that in such an appropriate manner. That's not even how I wanted to say that. But not everyone would have learned that from that situation. Not everyone learns in the exact same way. I get this. But if you don't want to be part of this program, then guess what? 
You don't have to be. You can still be homeless. There's other ways to get out of homeless, but this is just a stepping stone to getting out of homeless. And if you do not want to work in this program, then you don't get to be in this program. Yeah. That's really what it all comes down to across the board. If you do not want to work, you do not get to be here. You get to take days off for sure. You know, we're not going to be like, you have to work every day, you know, blah, blah, blah. You, you'll get like two days off a week and you get to choose which two days off a week that is. Absolutely. You're like, I want to have, you know, Monday, Tuesday off. You know, I want to have this day off. I want to have that day off. And it doesn't matter because the government are just, you know, contracted out and be like, okay, we're going to clean up these roads. And, you know, some of them will come out of the cost of the program itself. And some of it will uh, come from the government or from other places. Like, say there's farms that need to get, you know, farmed. You yeah, know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, so we, we can, you know, take guys down to the farm and the farmer can teach them, you know, you know, hey, who wants to learn here how to be a farrier? And people are like, what the heck is a farrier? It's like, oh, you're going to take care of horse feet. And, you know, put on new horseshoes and learn how to, you know, do a little bit of blacksmithing on the side. Oh, that sounds super cool. I want to do that. Yeah. And so you can, you know, do this and do that. I don't know why trade schools are so looked down here. No, they're they're great. So who here wants to learn how to weld? We we got, you know, three positions open for this welding place. And, you know, you can get like merit points and it'd work well. Instead of just blindly giving people houses here here's a house for you here's a i house. don't want to give them houses i want to give them houses and do everything you just said i want to do it all together yeah and i, I just I, want to give them the best foot forward i possibly can at that point i like if this was how it went and i would get a house i would you know quit my job and become homeless easily you're okay i'm so confused because you already have a home i know i i just you know Bounce out of this lease. That way I can get a free house under your plan. Okay. But you'll still go back to work, right? I'd have to. Yeah. So then you're still a productive member of society. So it doesn't matter as long as you are in a house and you're working and you're happy. Congratulations. You're a member of society. But yeah, I mean. Nothing's really changed. You gave up your house and you quit your job to restart a new house and a new job. But if I had like a tiny shitty apartment uh-huh. and I knew I can get into a house, uh-huh. I would. Then why shouldn't you? I, I would, you know, give up the shitty apartment, but yeah, I'm not. And go move into a better house. You should. If but we a... can't. But if you're living in a shitty apartment and the government's like, here's a better place to live if you want, and you're able to upgrade your living status to move you up the income whatever that's a good thing if you're miserable and you go somewhere to make you better then my 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 whole thing is the house comes when you can afford it you will be able to save up money like i I, i'm saying give these people four hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars a month that's plenty of money that That that, is nothing but continue well considering they have their three hots in a cot all their Mm -hmm. meals taken care of they have transportation to work, so they don't need a car. They they don't need their bills are all paid. But they're going to start 
they're not just going to get a house and sit on their ass and do nothing. If they are successful in the program, they're going to come out and they're going to want to be a productive member of society. They're going to want to work. They're going to want to improve their lives. They're going to want to go out yeah, and, and earn you, money to do things that make them happy, like travel or have pets or start a family. Like that's what the, that's what they're supposed to go do. No, they the, like their goal should be in able to get into the house and then move from one job to a better job. That's, that's what I just said. But from the facility, because the facility will be able to, you know, the facility is control of the houses. No, we d we don't control any of the houses. We don't own any of the houses. None of that. So all all we do is we have a place where you can come, you can sleep, and we will have like a you know max of like three hundred people, one hundred fifty men, one hundred fifty women. Well, yeah, there should be an, there should be a cap on how many people can exist in one space. And big boom boom, and you know have like dividers that way you can have like your own private space, but with like you know three other people. So e each then it's not private. What do you need to do in privacy? Uh, Na name something other than Jack. You like it when you have time away from me, right? You like that we're together and we're married and we spend time together, but also you like it when we have time separate, right? Uh, because I have a job which demands I be in a truck 55 hours a week. But don't you like the fact that you get breaks from me? Yeah, because I set exactly. it up like that. But no, but everyone needs and, their and, own space. And my job allows me to afford this house where I have a separate room that I can be separated from you. Exactly. So, so even you have a need for your own space. You understand that. But if I own, if we lived in a studio apartment and I didn't have that kind of job, I'd be like, well, this is just fine then. You know, I can just put on some headphones, put on a laptop, you know, and just, you know, kind of be in my own fucking world. I just know that giving someone a home again when they haven't had a home is a big part of treating the fact that they don't have a home because that is it is an illness it has a bunch of it has a bunch of effects in that in every single part of that person's life when they well, what no you do is you have like a wall of success and so any anytime someone moves out and gets a house you know you put their picture up there on the fucking wall and back these guys are the ones that fucking got out of here and got a home okay it's like, whoa, I want to be like that guy. I want to be like that guy. You know, he got out of here. He got a home. That's awesome. And, you know, pretty much the, the whole thing is to stop people from giving these panhandlers, can I get five bucks? Oh, my God, I'm so poor right now. And any child that is homeless on the streets, um, anybody that's, you know, physically and mentally, you know, disabled, get them a house. Yeah. I'm fully on board with giving these people houses. But okay, you, so you want to just give everyone, we don't have enough houses to give, even if every empty house in America right now um, was, there'd still be homeless people. Because we can't just, there's no easy fix. It's going to take a while. Would, would, to, you, would you allow me to move in a random homeless person inside this house? Random homeless person. 
next homeless person I see on the road. You know, I'm like, hey, bud, you looking for, for a place? My wife wants to give you one for free. Do we have the facilities yeah. to rehabilitate this person appropriately? Would you help me put work into this person? I mean, a little bit, yeah. Then yes. I'm not going to do that, though. Then it won't work if it's just me. And, and by you not participating, you would make sure it failed. But would you be comfortable leaving a random person you don't know nothing about um, with your cats all day? Of course not. I don't know this individual. My cats would go with me to work. I'm not going to trust this individual immediately, but I'm also not going to be a fucking idiot. And that's just, you know, where it comes down to. It's like, you understand that these homeless people are not to be trusted right out the gate. There are quite a few of them that are really in good, you know, standing. I am taking my cats to work because my cats are going to be anxious by the fact that there's a stranger in the house. And until that stranger settled in, I don't want the cats having to refigure out new boundaries until that person settled. And then what if you... Like, and what if that person has a cat allergy? What if that... What if you came home from work and like everything in the house is gone? The dude just came in and stole everything. Okay. Yes. So I won't be happy. Yeah, you you'd be fucking pissed the fuck off. But why am I welcome? But I don't we're, we're, this isn't going to happen. Like just know that. I don't know why you want to hate people so badly when all I want you to hate people just slightly little less. Because I was homeless. Because I was one of these fucking people. But you pulled yourself up, and not everybody, not everyone and, and can without, do that. And you can't hate on people who can't. Is what yeah, I'm I say. I, I hate on fucking uh, people that cannot figure the shit out for themselves. I don't want to look down on people who are weaker than me. Garbage fucking people. Get a yes. fucking job. Figure it the fuck out. You know, go to a closed shelter. You know, or go to a clothing closet, get yourself a nice shirt, get yourself a tie. You know, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, bud, can, can you get you can you help me get like a haircut? I, I just you know want to get a haircut because I have a job interview coming up and I want to look good. I'm like, yeah, not a problem. I will absolutely throw money at that. You know, take him in, get him a haircut, get him a fucking lunch, get him all showered up, get him ready to go, get this tie ready. And probably if, even if I have time, I'll fucking drive him to the goddamn interview. Yeah, but not everyone's going to do that. But a whole lot more people are willing to do that to help that guy that's willing to help himself than, you know, some dude that's like, yeah, man, can I get five bucks? Well, hey, let me help you get a job interview and, you know, get you a haircut. And he's like, oh, man, I'm not really into all that. Well, yeah, then they're not going to benefit from the program. So they have no business being in it. Yeah. I mean. We can only, people who don't want to help themselves are going to make their situation worse on purpose and there's no point in helping them. Exactly. See, we're agreeing on everything. I don't you, know you, what you, you just, don't like. I just don't want to give them a house. But maybe, we're giving maybe, them everything else. What is so important about a house? Because it's, it's expensive. Money is the problem. Money, money, money is the issue. And if we do not have... But it saves us more money if we start putting them in homes as opposed to just letting them to be continuous problem on the street and a drain. It would be cheaper to put them in homes and to start getting them back into society than it is to what we're doing right now. So it saves us more money if we were to do this. 
Well, let, so let, right let me, now let me, let me you do, are losing money. Let me let me do the math on it really quick. We have about five hundred thousand, half a million uh, homeless people here in the United States of America, and if we put them in a house, let's just go cheap: two hundred thousand dollar houses. Um, two hundred thousand dollars. That I is tiny houses were a lot cheaper than that. What I thought tiny houses were a lot cheaper than that. Well, you have to consider the land um, and everything else, putting in the sewers, um, putting in everything for them oh i thought they functioned like rvs no um oh they don't so if, if you want to do like a cheap uh, cheap old tiny house um you're looking at 10 billion dollars okay well i don't know anything about money you... i just know what i've read on the articles that i read okay um, three billion was what you was... look some stuff up because I don't know the right questions anymore. Well, I mean, the the podcast is pretty much already over at this point. Uh. But yeah, I mean, they, they gave everyone like a couple thousand dollars. And yeah, that cost a whole shitload of money. You can see that they're giving people um, free money for unemployment. It's not helping anything. Because we're do because we're just treating symptoms. We're not treating causes and if we don't treat causes symptoms will never stop and it's like who like say you know these people you know rip off the system and like cool thanks for the house um i'm gonna take this house and sell it and then move to africa it, it it's just gonna be have to be subsidized and to keep track of a half a million people is a big fucking tall order if you constantly assume that everyone is never going to better themselves, then yes, we should not help homeless people. But yeah, it's on average 10,000 people per state. It's actually more than that. You know, like California has like the big fucking bulk of it. Like, well, yeah, California. You know, 150,000 fucking homeless people over there. But is that why it's the world's fifth largest economy? Yeah. Because there's so many fucking people over there. And also, Hollywood takes care of most of it. Hollywood is the people that are getting A++ pluses, and, you know, they're the 1%. Yep. You know, Silicon Valley, the 1%. Wait, Silicon's a real place? Silicon Valley is a real place, yes. Oh, the I Bay Area, yeah. I thought it was just another word for, like, um, the upside-down triangle thing. Nope, it's a real place. Oh, so, yeah. the The reason That's why cool. it's the biggest economy is because the super well wealthy and elite, you know, live in California and New York. That's it. So, well, yeah, they have to interbreed, you know. So, yep, that's it. Um, I'm never gonna convince my wife not to just give these fucking people just a facility they can stay in. I'm so sorry. I want people to feel better. Uh, my wife loves you if you're homeless. Obviously, if you're homeless, you're not listening to this. Um, if you are homeless... I don't love homeless people. I just their, want them to have a chance at better life. Suck their dusty cocks. Ew. Um, and, yeah, I mean, if, if you're homeless, yeah, you can easily lift yourself up. Go lie that you have a house. They're not going to check. You know, and then go get yourself a um, job. As someone who hires, I do check. To see if someone lives in that house? Yeah, I check their fucking references. I look them up on Facebook and crap. What if they don't have a Facebook? Uh, then I don't look past that. 
okay, then yeah, you're, you're kind of fucked. You won't find me on Facebook. Um, you're married to me on Facebook. Yeah, but most people cannot find me on Facebook because my private my shit's all private. Yeah. So, but that's it. Thank you all for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, hopefully with the boys. Um, I was hoping to, you know, get Tron to be like, you know, get all. That that's that's Tron's like fuck you sound. Mm. Um, yeah, you can find me Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Alex the truck. Um, you can find uh, me and my wife on our other podcast, the Human Podcast. And you can also check me out on Broker Boys. You know, we put the broken broker. And, uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye.